Welcome to the Inventory Nation podcast, a show designed to bring you the incredible voices and stories of veterinary professionals coast to coast, all while helping you to manage and control your inventory. I'm your host, Nicole Clausen, coach, advisor, and champion for veterinary teams and their inventory. Joining you live from the mountains of Montana, welcome to the show. Hello and welcome back to the Inventory Nation podcast. You're listening to episode number six. Today, I'm absolutely honored to be joined by Kirsten Thorne, Inventory and Food Supervisor, as well as the Treatment and Surgery Technician at Family Pet Clinic. Kirsten is laser certified, fear-free certified, as well as a nutritional advocate at her practice. Thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited. Of course, my pleasure. So tell us your story. How did you get started in veterinary medicine? So I was in property management before this, and one of my best friends worked at an emergency hospital. They just happened to be looking for someone to do their invoices. So that's where I started. And I moved my way up to technician and just started learning everything I can. I started to do the food inventory. And that's where all my inventory started. That is awesome. That is so cool. So how long have you been managing inventory for? Well, I started out doing the food inventory. I've been doing that for about four years. And Mm -hmm. I actually just started inventory management probably February or March of this year. Oh, awesome. Very cool. So how did you take over? Did you just kind of did somebody like leave the practice or how did that transition happen? Yeah. So the original person, our original inventory manager left in February. And I thought, because I already do the food and Mm -hmm. being a technician, I know what we need the most of and what we run out of. So I thought this would be the perfect job for me. It also, it makes it a little bit easier as you get older, you're going to have still a way to stay in the veterinary medicine and keep your hands in inventory. So yes. Yeah. Yes. That's very cool. So when you took over the food inventory kind of, you know, several years ago, did you like inventory or you were kind of like "Mm," on the fence about it? No, I actually really liked it. I like numbers. I like stuff like that. But I also love being in veterinary medicine. So it Mm kind of was the best of both worlds. Yes, I agree. I think that's why I like inventory so much is because you have a little bit of the medicine, but then you also have mm-hmm. like that very organized structure, like puzzle solving. So I think it's like, like you said, it's the best of both worlds. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I like the organization. Yes. <laughs> so when you took over inventory as a whole here just several months ago, mm-hmm. did you find it challenging going from just the food to taking it over all or what was that like? No, actually, for me, it was a pretty smooth transition. I already knew how to do the orders. It was just a matter of figuring out and changing things that I knew we needed more of, or we had too much of this. And just getting my own system in place Mm -hmm. was probably the hardest part. But I kind of was able to easily transition into it. That's awesome. Yeah. So how? tell me about the process of creating your own system. What did that look like? 
So I just needed to kind of change reorder points and go in and I just needed to kind of see what we really had deeper than being a technician, already knowing what we had, but really looking in and seeing like, what do we have too much of? What Mm -hmm. don't we have enough of? And changing reorder points to where I felt as though it needed to be. Sure. That makes complete sense. Mm -hmm. And so it sounds like you use reorder points in your practice management software. Is that right? Yes. Yes. Okay. And do you also use reorder tags or do you really just rely on your software system? I kind of rely on our software system as well as I also manage two buildings. So I kind of rely on our treatment techs and staff, um, especially with COVID. I'm only Mm -hmm. able to be at one building. So I'm really relying on the staff to make sure that my reorder points are on point. And if we need anything else, they're putting it into Cornerstone, which is the software that we use, just making sure that they're using the want list, which is what we have. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. So you use the internal want list in Cornerstone. Is that right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, it makes things really helpful. I feel like when that happens. Yeah, it really does. Because no matter where you are, you can just look right in. And even if they use miscellaneous, just telling me what we need makes it easier to have it um, on the software. Yeah, absolutely. So you mentioned that you manage inventory at the two different locations. How does that logistics of that work? Do you kind of order separately for them? Or is there a little bit of a... So our cornerstones are both connected. So if I'm at one location, I can still see both locations. They're together, linked, Um, but I order for each building separately, but our buildings are fairly close to each other. So my practice manager is able to, if I say I order in bulk for one building, I'll split it and send half of that to the other building to kind of help with managing the budget. Sure. Yeah. So you're kind of able to utilize your purchasing power with the two locations to kind of really help with that. Yes. Yes. That's, That's awesome. Pretty easy. It, and actually, no, it's, it's, it's nice to be able to do that, but it, it can be challenging also trying to check view quantity on hand because I'm pretty organized with making sure my quantity on hand and everything is on point it makes it a little bit easier to do it that way. Yeah, absolutely. You know, because like you mentioned, in order for us to really utilize our software systems to for those reorder points, our quantity on hand needs to be accurate. Yeah. Right. Because if it's not accurate, you know, it's not going to help us very much. It's not going to so, matter. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Do you have any tips for other people who kind of find it challenging to keep the quantity on hand accurate? Do you have any tips for them? Let's see. Use your computer software utilize whatever they have. I really feel like if you can really take the time and make sure you're utilizing what your software offers, you can kind of just start one step at a time, just adding in slowly if you don't already have everything in there. Rely on rely on your technicians. Be really, you know, say, hey, I really need you to make sure that you're adding things on the want list if if the software has a want list. I know our company requires us to do quarterly checks and, you know, so, and at at the end of the month, making sure your flea and ticks are counted properly. I Mm -hmm. actually do that. So even if you can just do one 
page of your inventory uh, a month just to check and make sure your counts are correct. That's kind of maybe the best help I can give. Also, if things go on back order, I put them on my want list and leave them there with a little note saying note to self order on 7-1. Okay. Also, if something is on back order, I put it, I enter B slash O into Cornerstone. So that way, everybody who goes to choose if they wanted to dispense this medication, they can Mm -hmm. see that it's on back order, but still look at quantity on hand to see if there's any left. Sure. That absolutely makes sense. Yeah. That's super helpful to add that right in there. Yeah. That way you can see it without going to look on the shelf and see if it's there. You just look, if it says back order, you can look and see if there is any or not on quantity on hand. Sure. So you mentioned cycle counts. So you count flea and tick preventions and heartworm preventions every month. Is that right? Yes. And then do you do a full count every quarter or what does your quarterly counts look like? We try to do full quarterly counts. I know with COVID, it was kind of hard to do, but we do the best we can. Yeah. Sometimes you can only estimate, especially when you have antibiotics with a 500 or a thousand count bottle. You just kind of, as you get used to doing inventory, you can kind of give or take, you know, what's matching, matches the bottle. You can kind of feel your way. Yeah. Right. So you don't have to count like 984 tablets of thyrosin. Exactly. Exactly. Sometimes sometimes I notice if a date's off, if I'm, if I'm actually on treatment that day and one of the Mm -hmm. texts will say to me, Hey, this date's not right. Sometimes I'll actually do a count right then and there and see if, if something's not matching, why it's not matching and kind of just do it right away. That makes it easier too. Yeah, absolutely. So just kind of like spot checks as you go. Spot checks, yep. Mm-hmm. If you have Wonderful. some free time, just do like some vitamins, some shampoos. Yeah, that kind of really helps to make it manageable. Yeah. And so you are, in addition to managing inventory, you're also on the floor. Is that right? I am. I am. Okay. I'm, I'm a technician, super, um, not supervisor. I do surgery, lasers. So yeah, it makes it a little tough sometimes. I have to squeeze in some inventory while I'm waiting for our next tech visit or between appointments. Okay. And so do you have dedicated inventory time or do you just kind of, you know, work on your inventory as you have time? Yeah. So luckily my practice manager is wonderful. She gives me every Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays to do inventory. And if I have time between like, if I'm not doing tech work, um, I kind of squeeze some counting in mm-hmm. during the week also, but I do, I do specifically have time set aside for me, which is really nice because I need, I need that time. You really need a good four hours of time. Yes, you really do. Because, yeah. you know, it's really hard to like juggle because then you have to like receive invoices and you have to count. And exactly. You have to so I think sometimes, you know, we think, oh, I just have to order when mm-hmm. I'm doing inventory, but there's so much more to that that I think. There's so much more. Even sometimes just, just receiving things in takes time because sometimes you're, you have a, a backordered item that comes in and you have to go through and make sure that everything's correct. So. Yes, absolutely. There's like so many little 
details that I think mm-hmm. it's just important to kind of have that dedicated time. So yes. that's awesome. Yes, absolutely. Um, and then, so do you order once a week? Do you order twice a week? Kind of how does the logistics work for your inventory right now? So right now I actually order three times a week, okay. but I only order food every Wednesdays. Okay. So, but, but otherwise I'm ordering three times a week. Sure. And what do you think kind of has been the most helpful strategies for you? I know that you mentioned you lean heavily on the reorder points in your practice management software, Mm -hmm. but is there any other strategies and tools that have been particularly helpful for you? I like to say that the reports are really helpful, just relying on my accounts, on my inventory reports, just making sure that they're correct. I, I just really rely heavily on the software. But you have to know your software, too, because there are some glitches um, on Cornerstone. We have glitches in the system. So you really have to remember in your head and rely on yourself that it may say your quantity on hand is 12, but you know that that particular item always glitches. So you have to kind of remember that, hey, even though it says 12, it's really not. It's probably short by five. And also your internal stock usage, you have to kind of make sure that you're checking that you're taking out the internal stock use for things that you use in the rooms for the animals. I think a lot of people forget that, um, you know, hey, oh, I'm short of ear cleaner, but oh no, maybe you're not because you probably used it for an in-house use. Yeah, absolutely. So you kind of use that internal stock feature that anytime hospital supplies get used, you kind of take it out using the internal stock feature in Cornerstone. Is that right? Yeah. You can't always rely on everyone (laughs) to do that. I can't tell you how many times I'm like short something and I'm like, I know they didn't take it out. So you got to cut it for yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. And I've noticed, so I do like a lot of analysis for people's inventory mm-hmm. and sometimes I'll and cornerstone it happens all the time where for some reason it'll put like a can of food the cost is like negative twenty seven thousand dollars or something like that yeah. and like, how does that happen and cornerstone is the only one where it happens or mm-hmm. I've had like one bag of dasiquin was like 1.6 million dollars and I was like, <laughs> like I don't what? think that's accurate yeah that's not right <laughs> I feel like cornerstone does that a lot yeah. And I like I haven't been able to figure out like why or how, but I just notice it and I just giggle because sometimes it's just like the craziest numbers. And yeah. I was like, how does that happen? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is there anything do you think you wish you would have known sooner when you first started managing inventory? And kind of like what was your training like? I actually, so when we started opening our second building, I got Mm -hmm. lucky enough that my old practice manager before we got our new one had me help set all of the items in Cornerstone. So it kind of helped me familiarize that you can track things and you can do lot numbers and vaccines. So for me, and I'm the kind of person I'll search everything. I'm not afraid to click buttons. I'm not afraid to look at the help and see what things have to offer. Um, And I think that goes back to my property management. But I I, I think if I could say one thing is just utilize everything your software has to offer. Look at all of the reports you can print and don't be afraid to click something and say, hey, what does this do? Or what does that do? Or what can this do for me? 
Yeah, absolutely. I think there's so much, especially like trial and error and just like figuring things out and just problem solving. Yeah. Like, oh, what does this do? Or what does that do? And how does that function? Right. And how does that react? Yep. Don't be afraid to to look at your numbers and know your budget too. If you know that how much you can spend versus what you've already spent, know, you know, does are your supplies included in that or is your supplies separate? Mm-hmm. Just knowing what you can order and what you can't kind of keep that in the back of your head, like, or even, even supplies, just knowing that you're always try not to run out of things. Like I, I know before I started doing it, the things we would run out of a lot. So now I'm like, okay, even if I order an extra one, every time I order in every month that I order something, just order an extra box of syringes or extra gauze pads. Those are things you're always going to need. You're never going to have too many boxes of gloves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know I could talk to some people and they're, you know, might be worried about, you know, overspending on hospital supplies. And I'm like, I feel like you have to try pretty hard to have high cost of goods because of syringes. You you really, you'll never, (laughs) you'll never run out of them. You're always going to need it. Yeah. Yeah, there's never a situation where you're like, mm, I don't need three cc syringes anymore. Yeah. Why did I get so many three cc syringes? I've never heard anybody say that. Right. <laughs> That's so true. And so, you know, you mentioned that you kind of transitioned from property management to veterinary medicine. Mm-hmm. Was that transition difficult for you, or did you kind of really enjoy the veterinary medicine? I loved veterinary medicine. Um, yeah. I kind of didn't really grow. I didn't grow up with animals, but Mm -hmm. when I started to move out of my house and had my own family, we took in everything. So I was like, Oh, animals, animals, animals. (laughs) (laughs) So it was a great field for me to be in and the transition, just wanting to be there made it easier. Sure. And so, you know, I was, you, if I'm not mistaken, you have a particular passion for exotic animals. Is that right? I do. I I love bearded dragons and I, I really like parrots. Oh, how cool. What kind yeah. of parrot is your favorite? The African gray. I've had two. Okay. I, to be totally honest, I'm always a little bit nervous about birds. Like I'm oh, fine with like chickens and ducks, yeah. but like the really big birds, I'm always a little nervous. <laughs> uh, they can be, they can be funny. They can really be funny and they can really hurt you. Yeah, they they have their person that they like, and that's usually the ones that they tend to stick near, and mm-hmm. you just never know. But as far as like reptiles, I'm not a big fan of snakes. I used to be, but I love bearded dragons. I think they're great. They like everyone. They're just so cute. They too. are cute. Yeah, <laughs> just like the cutest little bugs. Yeah. <laughs> If I could have worked, I, I would love to work with horses. I, I don't have that option to work with horses. Uh-huh. I love them. I wish I could have one, but I can't. I have my dogs and my cat. Well, my, my cats and my one. That's about all we're going to have for right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. I have four dogs, two bunnies and a cat. Okay, I'm, okay. Like, <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm filled to the max. Yeah, I can't yeah. have any more. Yeah. <laughs> I know you shared some wisdom before, but do you have any particular words of wisdom or advice for newer inventory managers? Get yourself familiar with what your clinic has. You could always talk to your vendors about new things coming in. Get to know your vendors. Get to know Mm -hmm. your software. I don't know if you're coming from being a technician, 
really get to know your technicians and what their needs are. They're going to be the ones that are really going to help you as to what their their needs are and what they're going to run out of. Even talk to your doctors too, but just get to know your inventory, get to know what you have in yeah. your software. Yeah, I think that's so smart. And it really sounds like you have developed quite a great team culture around managed inventory. I, I think so. I think so. We have a really good staff and we keep good communication. You know, even if they don't put something down, I, I always say to them, don't be afraid to call me, even if I'm on the floor and say, hey, Kier, we need this. Do you want me to put on the want list? And I'll say, nope, just tell me what you need. I'll put it on. That way I know they need it. I know they're going to get it because I'm going to put it on the want list. Mm-hmm. That's excellent. Yeah. Wonderful. Um, is there anything else that you'd like to share or add? Gosh, I don't, I don't think so. If you okay. want to feel free to ask me anything. (laughs) (laughs) Well, wonderful. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to chat with us. I really appreciate it. You're so welcome. This was great. I'd be more than happy to come back if anybody, you know, needed extra help or questions. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I would love that. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Inventory Nation podcast and spending your time with me. I know your time is valuable and in short supply, so it truly is an honor. If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe or leave a review. Be sure to visit vetlogic.co slash podcast to access the show notes and discover additional links and resources. See you next time.